0: Get ready, it's time. Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck, is the most powerful voice in women's issues today. As the owner of Motherhood Incorporated, Sandra brings you inspiring, influential, and interesting resources to help you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. Each episode of Motherhood Talk Radio features guests who all have a story, experts in their field, and information you won't want to miss. We bring you everything from the latest crafting tips to how to be sexy in your 40s, from great parenting tips to moms facing some tough challenges, and most importantly, how to bounce back with style. Motherhood Talk Radio helps you make a difference in your world and the world around us being all you can be starts right here, right now. Let's do it. Here's your host, Sandra Beck.
1: Everybody, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm talking to Erin Kelly today. And we're going to talk about fitness. This is part of our Fit Mommy series. So we've got four shows. So if you're listening today, you might want to find the other ones because they're really great. And we're talking about what is fitness anyway, because I can run a 12-minute mile. I'm 50 years old. I can spin 20 miles in an hour easily. And according to the weight charts, I'm overweight. And that's really frustrating to me because I don't jiggle. I don't bounce. (laughs) You know, the girls are where they should be. They're strapped down nice and tight in my sports bra. I take good care of them. But at the end of the day, I look at the scale and I look at the weight chart and I feel bad about myself. So Erin, I'm here today to talk to you to find out what is fit anyway.
2: I am so excited to be talking about this because this is something that I have struggled with my whole life and continue to struggle with now. And I, you know, one of the things I always say is that there's no one size fits all to health and there's no one size fits all period. And so I love that this is something we're going to talk about because I'm just like you, I'm healthier than I've ever been in many different ways. Um, And then when you look at the scale, which I don't, (laughs) I don't look at the scale. um, It tells me that I am supposed to be, you know, a certain weight for my height. And that just doesn't match up. And I think a lot of people are feeling the same way, like, wait a minute, BMI says this, this is what the average weight for my height is supposed to be. So what gives I'm working out, I'm eating right, what's the deal. And I think, it's so important to realize that there is no one size fits all. And so what is fit? I mean, it's so different for everybody, right? So I'm really excited to talk about this.
1: Well, yeah, because fitness to me means like, cause I can tell you when I wasn't fit, like, like right after the birth of my second kid, I swear I was like a human bag of jello. You know? yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> stuff sti- sticking and jiggling places that I didn't know. And you know, at that time, you know, cause I did gain like 35 pounds with my pregnancy and I only had a six pound baby. So do the math. Um, when I was post my pregnancy and granted I was breastfeeding and I did have some postpartum and I had a lot of health issues, but I felt terrible. I rolled over and like my bones would go and then the rest of me would go <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> there was a delay rolling over in bed and you know, certain body parts got stuck places and (laughs) I couldn't get up in the morning. Like I didn't I couldn't wake up. Like I was awake by like eleven o'clock. And I know, you know, I was sleep deprived along top, like anyone is with a new baby. But at that point I was like, I really hate my life because I'm not enjoying it. I don't feel good. I'm not and now I fast forward a decade later, my kids are 13 and 16 and I'm not that much weight-wise different. I'm probably a twenty pound difference, you know, less. But that twenty pounds shouldn't make the difference in everything. You know, I I lift weights so I have muscles. I I run so I feel fit, and I eat and I enjoy my food. I do watch what I eat, but I enjoy it. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I know what unfit is, but I don't really know what fit is.
2: Yeah, that is so interesting to think about because when I think about fitness, I I don't consider myself, you know, it's funny. I, I was thinking about this. I was in spin class this morning and I guess I don't consider myself a fit, like athlete type of person, but I work out regularly and I have for like the past 10 plus years because I feel so good mood wise. I feel so good with my energy throughout the day. You know, like there are reasons I do it beyond you know, what the scale says and how my body looks or whatever, but I never really think of myself as fit when in actuality, I'm, I'm probably a better level of fitness than I was in the past, just because I've been consistent with moving my body regularly throughout the week, like four to five times a week, I'm just doing movement, you know, and it's not like, and so it's just so interesting to think I'm probably more fit than I was in my early 20s. Um, because I, I, I move and I enjoy it. And like you said, I eat and I enjoy it. Um, I'm not tied down to a certain, this is how I should look, or this is how I, I found a lot of freedom in that way. Um, and so I think being fit is almost kind of a, it's kind of a state of mind, right? Well,
1: that's it. That's what, you know, I was hearing, like when you were saying that I'm like, maybe it is a state of mind because I forget what I was I was filling out the other day I had to fill out some form and it asked me oh I was I was doing this online keto test and mm. it asked me like how active are you and I'm thinking, well I'm not very active because I sit at a desk all day I'm like and then you know I started clicking the things and I'm like you know how often do you work out like every day how many times do you know, or like like, six days a week because I teach six you know spin classes. Right. I do yeah. six. So I'm like, yeah, I do at least six workouts a week. And they're like, you know, how often do you you know and I'm going through this whole thing, like, you know, like do you run? Yes, do you swim? Yes, do you do you lift weights? Yes, you know. And then they're like, you eh, like you're not sedentary.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. You
1: know, the machine, the the, the form caught it and they're like, wait a minute, you know, this this these things don't match up and I'm thinking I think of myself as sedentary because my work is sedentary. Mm-hmm. But I look at my fit watch and I'm like, I have 5,000 steps by seven o'clock in the morning, just getting my kids ready. Right. <laughs> and I get 12,000 by the end of the day, most days. Mm-hmm. So that's, it's in my head. Like seriously, there's something wrong with my head or wrong with the programming that we're getting yeah. or what is fit. Cause fit to me means skinny little flea girl.
2: Totally, yeah, I know, and I always picture or like the the big bulging biceps, which, if you have those up,' awesome and great and you know wonderful, but like I some bodies are just not going to fit into the mold right and Like i'm it. not it's funny I did some genetic testing recently, and it was super fascinating. it told me like what my genes are predisposed to, just size wise and um, it told me I was uh, more predisposed to being to weighing more than average and to um Strength training is better for me than cardio. I don't respond well to cardio, but I respond well to strength. And so it's funny, my husband did it and he was totally opposite. So it's like, we just can't think that everybody who works out or who exercises is going to look a certain way. And that's why I do love group fitness classes right now is because I love seeing the size diversity. I love seeing people of all sizes, all ages too, like just going after it and feeling good. Like everybody gets that rush of endorphins at the end, you know? So that's, that's fit. You know?
0: Well, yeah. And I
1: look at like, you know, like the one, um, I took a Zumba class recently and I'm really terrible. Oh, not gosh. because I'm not, Good cardio, but I realized I don't know my right from my left. Yeah. <laughs> I like bumped into this lady like three times. She's like, you're on the left. But now yeah. I go back where I don't run into anybody. But there was this lady in the front and she was much bigger than I was. You know, she was taller, but she was also heavier than I was. She nailed it. Yeah, I was like, she knew the steps. She could do the moves. She could do all this stuff. You know, my calves were on fire. You know, I'm bouncing into the wrong people, and I Uh really thought to myself, like. Well, who's more
2: fit here? Yeah, right. You know? That's exactly, yeah. That sounds like me in a hip hop class. That is not, <laughs> yeah. when they tell Uh-oh. me to make that booty pop, I'm like, I don't think my booty does that. I don't no, know. I
1: can do the cracker pop. Oh. Like mine is so
2: flat. So, like, <laughs> totally. But
1: yeah, no, uh, there's going to be no twerking because I'm going to have a spinal injury. Like, yeah, it's, right. Like,
2: <laughs> oh, I try, I try. I want to be able to twerk. It just doesn't. Oh, I do yeah. too, but I'm just not built
1: that way. <laughs> no
2: but that's
1: too. Oh. Have you taken a yoga class recently? Like, I'll be honest, I really suck at yoga. I have a hard time sitting still. And once I do lay still, when they make you lay on the back and do corpse pose, half the time I fall asleep and the instructor covers me with a blanket and then they wake me up at the end of class. That's um, awesome. But I took a class recently with a bunch of ladies and they were all my friends and we were having a good time and we were all doing the same poses. And in some, like, my one friend could like wrap her ankle around her neck. I'm like, how are you doing that? Uh-huh. Cause we're like the same age, the same size. And yep. then there were a couple stretches that I'm like, look, I can still, cause I can still do at 50 years old. I can still do a front split.
2: That's amazing. I don't wow. know why,
1: you know, I can't do any other split. I don't yeah. practice doing the split, mm-hmm. but I can go down. I can get enough. Like I'm not perfectly flushed with the ground, but enough where I'm just resting on my hands. Yeah. And there is no reason I should do that. I am not a ballerina. I'm a computer tech. Like, but I realized, or I realized for me, I guess that everybody really is different because the advertisers and the sponsors have us believe mm-hmm. that if we take these products, if we do these exercises, if we mm-hmm. we live this lifestyle, that we can do these things and. You know my one friend Kristen, who's skinny as a stick, she's like, I don't have a hope in hell of doing a split. and She's like, uh-huh. you know, like two feet off the ground, uh-huh. going, That's it. Oh my god, I'm uh-huh. and
0: yeah. those
1: things are like reminders that the brainwashing we've received
2: mm-hmm. from marketing is false, yeah, yeah. And that goes for so many things, it goes for diets too. Like, you know, like so many people they go on these certain plans and these certain oh and it's gonna like i mean you mentioned keto keto is another one like some people they gain weight on keto some people lose weight on keto keto you know like our bodies just respond differently depending on so many factors and it's like yeah there is no there's no one size fits all there's no one diet fits all there's no workout class fits all (laughs) um and everybody you know for me i just have to i'm constantly on this journey to find what's best for me. And also that changes from year to year, you know, like I had to take some time off from group fitness because I'm such a, I found out recently, I thought I was an Enneagram seven. I'm really an Enneagram three. So I'm an overachiever. Um, And so I think, (laughs) yeah, right. So group fitness classes feed my overachieving mentality. And I had to take some time off because I wanted to be better. I wanted to push myself. And then I found myself comparing myself physically to people and I just needed a break. And yeah. I needed to go back to the basics of, I'm enjoying movement because I feel good. I have more energy throughout the day. I feel like I my kids a little bit better, yeah. you know, I mean, for so many reasons. And I, I had to take a break and now I'm back into the group fitness and I'm loving it. But I'm at a little bit of a healthier place mentally than you know, Oh, who, what does she look like when she does this? Or, Oh, you know, it's, it's well, such I a head the game. same
1: thing. You know, I think we all do, you know, cause you stand in front of this big mirror, which I think is yeah. a wrong move. Like, you know, for many, you know, I understand that you want to watch your motions and stuff like that, but for most of us, let's be real. We're not going to do Zumba professionally. So mm-hmm. why do we need to look <laughs> at our bodies in this big mirror? Because, I will tell you, you know, you look down the row and you see everybody's different size thighs. Like mm-hmm. somebody's skinny as a pin, and somebody's really round, and some are square. And you know, you look at all these things, but it doesn't do good for my mental health to watch my own body move, work out. Like I moved my, right. side, like even when I teach my class, I moved it back enough so that the side mirror doesn't show my side profile because. I was teaching my spin class. I do a really good job, Erin. People love my class.
2: I wish I could take it. <laughs> you know,
1: but you know what I see? I see my double chin. I see right. my little belly roll from mm-hmm. the two kids that doesn't seem to go away. I see yep. my flat butt. Now the only thing I like, I do like the shape of my thighs, but then I'm like, they're too big. And then I'm like, oh, I shouldn't wear these, you know, patterned pants. Right. I'm like uh-huh. That is not what I am supposed to be thinking about. So I moved my bike back. I put on my headset and I teach my class. And when I teach my class, I, I don't even think about what my body looks like. I don't even care that anybody's looking at it. Yeah. Because I have a job to do. But unless I have a job to do, I get all sorts of weird. Like I'm like you. I'm like in mm-hmm. the bike in the back going, I have to be the fastest. I have to, you know, <laughs>
2: it's, it's insanity. Yeah. It is so hard. I mean, I do that. I try not to get on the treadmill that's next to the mirror. Same reason. No. I don't want to see myself run <laughs> you no. know? because while I'm running, I'm like, man, I'm bad. I'm running. I'm, this is so good. This feels so good. And I look over, I'm like, oh, nope, nope. Oh, oh my God, I'm <laughs> well, don't do
1: you look. remember that
2: episode in
1: friends with Phoebe? <laughs> when Phoebe's running and you know, Jennifer Aniston's like, you know, like I don't want to run with uh-huh. her. It's so embarrassing. But Phoebe was having fun. And sometimes exactly. I'm the same way. Like I start to run on the treadmill and not every time. Sometimes I'm like I have to be chased by like a cheetah to run. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I get on there and every once in a while I'll start to feel so good.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
1: feel like I'm just running so beautifully and so fast. And then I look in the mirror and I'm like, Oh my God, is that, me? Yeah. Like, how is the, you know, so yep. is, it,
2: is it how fit we feel or how fit we look? Oh, it's totally how fit we feel. You know, like I think about my lowest weight, right? Like, was I comfortable at my lowest weight? No, I, there's always a smaller weight. There's always right. a smaller size. and. I think about now how I'm probably ten pounds over, maybe more. I don't know. I don't. I'm not weighing anymore. Uh, but if I really looked at it weight wise, I might weigh more than than my lowest. You know, sure. my, Whatever I was before. Sorry, I was just getting a phone call there. Okay. Declining that.
1: <laughs> well, but um, here's the thing about weight too, and this is the thing that so frustrates me. Um, I'm probably in perimenopause or maybe in menopause. I'm not sure really where I am on that. You know, there's not, it's not like, you know, you check a box. Um, But some days I can have a five or seven pound weight fluctuation. Like, how is that possible? Like, like yesterday, you know, I, I kind of broke down and I know this sounds like breaking down, but the kids were all going to a hamburger place and I hadn't had a hamburger and French fries in a long time. So you know what? I had the hamburger, the French fries and the big diet soda. And I enjoyed every minute of it, it was social. It was fun. You know, my kids were whipping pickles at each other. Like, you know, it's it was a family <laughs> moment and the old sand would have gotten the salad, would have mm-hmm. gotten the water. And I'm like, you know, I want to live a little too. But then this morning I am, six pounds up
2: from yesterday. Like, how is that possible? Wow. It's, it's crazy. You know, and so much of that, I think that, but if the reverse was true, like, think about it this way. If you had lost six pounds, you'd have been like, Oh, I'm doing so good. I'm yeah, right. not really- So that's where it's a head game because six pounds, that could be water weight. You know, that could be, you're just retaining sodium fluids, whatever it is. Like, it's just so funny to me that like, I would celebrate one point five pound loss, right? Oh, like, ooh, one point five. I'm doing something right. But then, if I get one point five, I'm good. I'm valuable. I'm worthy because right. I'm pound down. Yes, and that's just like I don't want that to define my day, you yes. know, and I or or what I do or anything. I, you know, it's funny. I started strength training this summer, which I'm so I like using my own body strength. I'm I'm a yoga person. Love yoga. Um, I got into it really to try to learn to call my brain down because it's very hard. I always am going, going, going in my mind. Um, and I've enjoyed it for the last three years. Um, and I love cardio, but strength training. Is a weakness of mine. So I just got into it this summer. Well, guess what happened? I started gaining weight. And I got into that. It's like I started getting kind of puffy. And I knew, you know, I was developing muscle. Even my husband said something about my booty being tighter and higher. I'm like, yeah. cool, I'm getting a booty. I've never had a booty. This is great. But at the same time, my clothes are fitting tighter in yes. the in the butt hip area, right? Yep. So, you know, I, it's like I, I'm pushing through it because I feel good and I like feeling strong and I know. Health-wise, I'm 38. It's really important for me to start lifting at this time in my life. And I know for mental health reasons, it's really important for me to do strength training. And so for all those reasons, I'm sticking with it. But it is so hard to get past that initial, um, just kind of, I don't even know the adjustment phase, I guess, that your body goes through when trying a new workout. It it's, is. It's a, it's a, it messes with my head big time. I haven't even, I don't want to know stepping on the scale, but that's going to tell me.
1: <laughs> well, me too. I mean, and, and that's the one thing you like when you talk about strength training, because you know, I do, I do lift weights. I do like, you can look and see, like I'm showing you right now, like
2: nice. Yeah. I'm
1: fit and I don't have the wavy thing down here. Like right. I'm back in that. It doesn't shake back and mm-hmm. forth You know, and for 50 years old. That's it's, it takes a lot of work. Yeah, But what I've noticed is with the strength training, like my arms look very nice in tank tops and kind of in t-shirts, but in a regular shirt, the little muscles poke Uh into like women's blouses, women's work shirts are not like sweatshirts are fine. Tank tops Mm -hmm. are fine. But when I try to fit myself into a woman's, a lady's blouse, it is not made for a woman
2: with right. a fit woman. Yeah. Yeah. There's no stretch. It's like, I, yep. it's weird how I need a little bit more stretch. And yeah, I mean, it's like, gosh, it's, it's so hard because it's like on one hand, we're told, you know, yeah, do this, do these exercises. It's like, okay, so now I got to adapt to <laughs> these right. changes with my clothes. And it's, it's crazy.
1: Cause your shape does change. Like I Mm -hmm. know after teaching spin, you know, five days a week for a year, I have a nice round tushy and you know, I used to have like a flat tushy. I have a nice round tushy. And then I have like my, my hips are kind of thinner and then my thighs are really nice, but they're, and they look great in workout wear. Like when I put my workout wear, Uh it rocks, but trying to find a pair of jeans Or a a work skirt or something, you know. If you're stick thin, a lot of stuff hangs on you, right? But when you work out and you get curves and muscles, which look great in certain clothes, try putting on a pair of slacks. Like, forget it. Mm -hmm. I look ridiculous.
2: Yeah. No, it is so crazy how that changes, and at the same time, you know, I I always try to be realistic with myself, like. Bodies change as we get older, you know, yeah. like it's just part of life. And so if I'm changing and building muscle, like I'll take it, you know, like I think that that's a good, that's a good change. It could be, you know, a lot of other things, but it's like, we're not supposed to stay the same size forever, you know? Yeah. And so gain, gaining muscle is, yeah, it's, it's a great it's a great thing, but it's so hard to adjust. I'm with you. I just want to wear my workout clothes all the time. Well, and I <laughs> tend Those to, nice pants. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I do. I tend to wear more workout wear and athletic wear like if I'm going to the market or I'm going to the store because I look good, I feel comfortable, you know, and in the summer, it's really easy because all my muscles can just hang out. Like I can wear a tank top in the summer. I can wear cut off shorts in the summer, but in the winter time, you know, and when I have to go make a presentation or something like that, it's really hard to find good work clothes that will fit a true athletic figure. Cause sometimes people say, Oh, I'm athletic, but it just means they're kind of big and bulky. Yeah. But When you are true, when you have a true athletic body, you know, like from lifting weights, my forearms are Mm -hmm. You know, they're fit and they're taut and they have a nice shape, but they're, they're, they're a little bigger than probably the average woman. So trying to find a work blouse that comes down to my, or you could roll back the cuffs. Right. Everything has to be rolled back because I don't think women's clothing is designed for athletic bodies, unless you're wearing athletic wear.
2: Yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah. There's, there seems to be a disconnect there. It's kind of strange. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So I know maybe, you know, like athletic, it'd be great. Like there are a couple of companies I saw that are making these stretch work pants that can go from the yoga class, from the yoga studio to the office. Like how great Uh is that? Because let's be honest, black pants are black pants.
2: Totally. Yeah. I'd be all about that. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's Mm -hmm. really, um, you know, they're expensive and they're hard to find, but at least I think as women become more powerful and we run more companies, like I think of Lou LaRoe, you know, as a woman centered company, and mm-hmm. they believe that women in larger sizes should still have fashion. Yeah, yeah. You know, yep. and I love those boxes that deliver clothes. Have you ever tried those? I've never tried them.
2: I did for a while, and then um, I got one one box that just, I didn't like anything in it and I still had to pay the fee or whatever. And I was like, eh, okay, well that's not, yeah. I'm, I'm an in-person got to try it on girl. Um, but it's hard because the busier you get, I don't have time to try, go try things on now. I don't have time to shop, you know? So online, at least there's so many companies, they have free returns and you know, things like that, that helps because I really don't know my size anymore because my size varies depending on where I'm getting things and what kind of fit I want. And, yeah, that's that's another interesting thing. I, I feel like is a disconnect. Is why don't all sizes <laughs> work the same for every well, company? I can
1: tell you why. Because my one friend, um, she owns a company that books fitness models and the fit models. Like you know these, the fit model, like a, a clothing line will will get you know, a woman size eight, a woman size 10, a woman size 12, a woman size, and that will be their cut. Then they will make the patterns off of that body. Wow. And so they call them fit models, like, but they're, they're not fitness models, they're fit models. And yeah. so these clothing companies have a fit model for each size. And so that model who's a size 12 might have whatever waist, whatever hip, Because somebody who's a size 12, do you have a butt? Do you not have a butt? Do you have a Mm -hmm. gut? Do you not have a gut? Like all these things come into the design of, you know, women's clothing. And, you know, women's bodies, I think, vary probably maybe more than men's. I don't know. Because men seem to just have a waist and then a length.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: and where is your waist? Like this was the other thing. Because I remember telling (laughs) her, like um, Anne Klein's clothing line took a hit a while back because they were talking about like they were only made for skinny white women. Uh And then I, I, I made a comment to my friend. I said, do you think there's some truth to that? She goes, absolutely. Like if you have a clothing line and you take a size 12. She's like, take, let's just do, you know, not to be racist, but let's take a typical size 12 Asian, a size 12 German, a size 12 African-American, you know, a size 12 Mm -hmm. Latino, you know, the size 12 Latino could be two feet tall. The Asian could be 90 pounds. Like, you know, we're not being racist here, but we're talking about genetics and body type. Totally. Totally. So take all those women. There's, five Mm -hmm. different women from five different genetics. And now of course we're mixing genetics because as we interbreed, you know, it gets even more crazy. Um, but you have different body types and different races. So how do you make a pair of pants for a size 12 body?
2: Yeah, that's so true. I mean, even, you know, a friend of mine, we were, gosh, we were at the pool in Vegas this summer. It was very fun, but we're just talking about our bodies. Of course, we're in bathing suits sure. and we're roughly the same size, but our shapes could not be any more no. different. I'm a hippie person. She is pretty straight up and down. She carried, when she puts on weight, she puts it on in her tummy. I put it on my hip size, like probably my boobs too. Like it's just going to yeah. be a little bit more evenly distributed. And you know, and she's talking about, Oh, well I hate that. I'm like, but look at your your legs and your arms, like all these things that I think are so beautiful about her. She's saying, oh, it's horrible. I wish I looked like this, like had, you know, your shape or whatever. And I'm like, isn't that so funny that sometimes the things that we are insecure about, or think that deter us from fitness, right? Or from yep. looking fit are the things that other people look at and that's what they want to have. And it's just, again, it's so... It's such a mindset thing, right? It's um, a and mental it's, game because mm-hmm. I only
1: focus on my tummy. You know, mm-hmm. like all everything I wear, everything I put on, I look right in the mirror and I look at my tummy because I'm one of those ladies that has like the Pooh Bear tummy. Like mm-hmm.
2: I do too. Like, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: When I was yeah. little, like I look at pictures yeah. that my mom took when I'm little. I'm standing there in the bathing suit and I have like the little Winnie the Pooh tummy, like. It's just the way I'm made. And unless I want to spend the rest of my life sucked in or strapped into like some slimmer, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have the Pooh Bear tummy. And, you know, I don't like it and I haven't come to terms with it. Maybe I won't in this lifetime, (laughs) but we look at things and go, and then it's funny because my friend Tracy, she's five feet and I'm five eight and we wear the same size pants. We're just... And I love when she gets rid of her pants because she has a <laughs> lot more money than I do. She gives them to me now. For me, they're capris, and for her, they're regular. Uh, pants.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: But I put them on, and it's funny because when she gives away sometimes her jeans, she'll give them to me because they still have use, and she wants something new. And I'll put them on, and like she has, she's Cuban, so she has like this Cuban butt. So my butt doesn't fill the butt because her <laughs> jeans are stretched out to fit her. Uh huh. So yeah. when I put them on, I'm like, Oh my God, this is so funny. Cause they're tight in the poo tummy and then they're kind of saggy in the butt. Cause she has mm-hmm. a you know different, but yet we wear the same size pants.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It makes me think of uh sisterhood of the traveling pants. Did you ever read that or see yes. that movie? It's like, gosh, wouldn't that be awesome if that really, if there really was like one type of jean that fit everybody, you know, the same yep. way. Um, that would be so amazing. But, you know, I think that there's a movement happening now. You mentioned the, the poo bear tummy, which is funny. I've never heard that before. (laughs) Um, but yeah, like, I think there are a lot of women, you know, I'm really um, into the Instagram world right now. There are a lot of women that are showing their tummies that are doing like a side by side of this is me with my workout pants that are all the way up to the top. Now, this is what happens when I unroll them a little bit. And you see my belly popping out, you yep. know, like this is real life. This is Instagram reality. And this is reality. And yes. they're two different things. And it's like, Airy. I think there's finally starting to be a little bit of awareness of, Hey, we all have stuff that we, we all have. role like, I I wanted to post the other day and I didn't get a picture. I was in my bathing suit and I was sitting down and I was like, I hate when I'm in my bathing suit and the rolls come out, you know? And then I'm looking around, I was at a water park with my kids. I'm like, everybody here has rolls. Yes. Even like the hundred pound girl has rolls. Even my daughter who's a size two has rolls. You know what I mean? Like, it's like everybody has them. So why do we pretend like they don't exist or Photoshop them out or just try not to pose that way? I'm going to, well, at some point, I'm going to put up a post of me and my roles. <laughs>
1: yeah, because, well, but it is because you look at what do we see all the time. And especially, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. a decade older than you, but, you know, and I used to look at the magazines, the fashion magazines.
2: Mm, up, me too. I Yeah.
1: At the, and I, you know, I was a shape magazine subscriber for probably 14 years. And then mm-hmm. finally, like, when I noticed, like, hey, they're photoshopping their models on the cover, they're photoshopping. And I was like, I don't, that's when I stopped. I'm like, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't want to see, but he now here's the weird thing. When I see pictures of like, remember Cindy Crawford, there were some awful pictures on her on the web. Uh-huh. And she's like, I don't look like that, but this is what I really look like. And then she put a real picture up. I was like, ooh yeah. <laughs> and it was so mean and so awful, you know, because I'm not certainly putting myself out on a cover at 50, but yeah. we're so programmed or culturally conditioned. Yes. To look at a woman's body and expect it to be flawless—no moles, no bumps, mm-hmm. no bulges, mm-hmm. no variations in skin tone—because I'm yeah. ch- white. I'm like Casper the Friendly Ghost on the beach. You know, <laughs> like put on your glasses because you're gonna get sunburned sitting next to me from all the radiant, like the glare. Uh huh. And nothing other than spraying is gonna give me a tan.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or a good filter, you know, you can add a good filter on your picture, but yeah. No, I totally Yeah, no, I know. So I how
1: it. I look laying yeah. on the beach and I will like tuck in my fat. Like I'll lay down on the blanket and I kind of yeah. adjust things, you know, like I move uh-huh. my thighs a certain way until I look good. And then I'm like, This is so stupid. Yeah. Yep. Like nobody's looking at me going, wow, that 50 year old has an extra five pounds on her ass. Like yeah, I'm the one doing that. And that's like that. What is fit anyway? You're right. It's absolutely a state of mind.
2: Yeah. Well, and it's like, I wish women, we could be like, just gather around each other and like, let's tell somebody when she's wearing a cute bathing suit, Hey, you look really great in that bathing suit. I actually did that that day I was at the water park because I thought. The way I'm feeling right now, how many other women are thinking, I'm in a bathing suit, my baby show, us. you know, or whatever? Everybody. And so this one mom she's chasing around her son who's about the size of my or the age of my little one. And she walked over and she's wearing a really cute, it was um Hi, one of the high waisted bikinis that are so yeah. adorable right now. And it was red and the top was real great because you could tell that it's just like everything. It was just very mom functional, you know, yeah. for working with but yeah, <laughs> picking up your kid sexy and, and still yeah, so cute. And she was not a small person, but she looked amazing. And I, she sat down by me because our boys were playing at St. same area. I was like, Hey, I love that bathing suit. That fits you so well and looks so great on you. And that opened up the door for a conversation. And we started talking about this. About how, you know, it's like, oh, I didn't want to wear a a two piece, but then I, I want to get some sun on my belly and, you know, like all these kinds of things. And it was, it was just a good conversation. Like how many times would it just benefit us to compliment somebody else, realizing that everybody's insecure about something. Sure.
1: Well, when I went to the water park this year, you know, I worked really hard to be able to wear a, a modest bikini. We'll put, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. still got, you know, I still have support cups and I still have, you know, it's more coverage on the bottom. Cause I have had yeah. two kids, you know, it's not yeah. you know, a string bikini. And then <laughs> um, it turned out long story short, because of the sun, I had to wear <laughs> a long sleeve shirt, like my rash guard oh, covering no. up to my neck all the way down to the bottom. And then, it looked ridiculous because I had my bikini bottoms on with my rash guard shirt. It looked like I was wearing my underpants. So I ended up throwing on a pair of uh, workout shorts, you know, just like Uh shorts, you know, to, you know, you do get bumped up pretty good at the water park, but I was like, here, I tried so hard to have this body and I got the body, but then my skin wouldn't allow me to show it. (laughs) And so I spent the whole day in the water park, you know, with my friends and, I will say though, covered up because of the sun really allowed me more freedom to Mm. enjoy the day than if I were exposed.
2: That's so interesting, but that makes sense. Yeah. There's a little bit more, yeah. Like you said, the freedom, there's a freedom there in that. Yeah. Because
1: nobody's going to look at me and go, I mean, you can look at me like right now, I've had no sun. I'm almost blue. Like I'm blue, white, like, you know, I'm one of those blue and my hair is my own hair. This is it. Like, it's not, you know, it's not Brown and I'm trying to make it blonde. You can see me, Erin, right from the gym. Like there is no, there's no dark anything on me so when I go to the water parks and I put the rash guard on you know and it was real bright it was like a fluorescent greeny, yeah like yeah. card fluorescent or post-it fluorescent it
0: uh-huh. was super
1: cute but I had to be covered up and many times like if I'm sitting I have to wear a hat so I don't fry like a chicken but it was so freeing to just run everywhere because I had these little shorts on and I had this top. So I went down face first, like one of the sides. You right. Go down on your tummy. I would never do that in a bikini or a hat. Oh, yeah. Suit. Like you kind of have to make sure nothing flies out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, and it was interesting because some of the families we went to, one of the families is a Muslim family and the girls were wearing their whole thing. Mm-hmm. So they're yeah. at the water park in like long black like looked like a long black turtleneck and long black mm-hmm. leggings and they still could enjoy the water park and they still had their hair covering on, you know, that's their belief. That's, that's their thing. Yeah. But I really believe they probably had more fun than the girls in the skimpy bathing suits because I yeah. you watch in the line how much women adjust their bathing suits. Mm. We're tugging, we're pulling, we're adjusting, we're covering, we're, you know, so we carry this whole consciousness because I saw it, you know, you're waiting in Mm -hmm. that line. watch all the women fidget in their suits.
2: That is so interesting. And it's so funny because as far as we've come, you know, like women be free to express yourselves and wear what you want. And there's still going to be something again in our mind that holds us back from really being able to enjoy ourselves. Right. And sometimes it's it's like opposite action is the one that is going to bring the most joy. Right. And so in going back to fitness, right? Like what brings you joy? What are you having fun doing? Are you forcing yourself into these exercises that you hate because you think it's going to make you skinny? Are you forcing yourself into a diet or a bathing suit because you think this is the way you're supposed to no, what Where do you get your joy? What are you right. doing that you love? And I think that that's, That's so interesting because it, it, it's kind of like a metaphor for life.
1: Well, and it does resonate. Doesn't it resonate to Mm -hmm. you as a woman? Like if you were going to get sunburned and you had to wear a full rash guard shirt and then you put some shorts on just because, you know, you look like you were running around your underpants, all of a sudden you're covered up. So you're free. Yeah. Because let's be honest, most women's clothing, especially bathing suits are meant to put you on display. Right. Yeah,
2: that's exactly right. Yeah. And what's interesting too, is like, who are the ones, I think sometimes women are worse. We are so much worse about objectifying other women than anybody else, right? Like I can, the women, for example, the women that wear makeup to work out in right now, if you wear makeup to work out okay, great. I won't judge, but the ones that go full face makeup, stinky little outfits, I'm like, why are you why are you here? Well, and the Is hair like,
1: that's fixed the, and curled, yes. and you know they come in uh-huh. and to be fair, I'm a little envious, you know, they look adorable. Yeah. but then I'm like, okay, come in my spin class. I will melt that face yeah, right you.
2: like <laughs> well, and that's where it's it's just I'm so like I just am so bad about objectifying or putting women into a box based on. You know how they show I am just, and so same thing with the bathing suits, right? It's like, oh, why is she wearing that? Is she like it's just so ingrained in our heads, and it is. we can't be for each other when we're in that headspace. <laughs> no,
1: no, and I think I've changed a little bit, and then I need to wrap us up, um, you know, because we're at the end of our show, but I think I've changed a little bit because there were a couple of moms that really rocked some bathing suits and i i actually admired them at this stage in my life to have the courage yeah. to wear them and to be enjoying themselves and having fun because i couldn't i could not sit in the bathing suit that they were wearing knowing that i have tummy rolls knowing that i have mm-hmm. knowing that i you know i'm a 50 year old body and i look at their 50 year old bodies and they were they were comfortable enough to do that and i actually have shifted from going like ooh she shouldn't wear that to Wow, she can she put that on and she's wearing it. I couldn't do that. It was more like inspiration and a little bit of envy going, Wow, you're so much better along the way that yeah. I, you know, yeah. in, in my body
2: acceptance. And I feel like when we start viewing other people in that way, it it changes the way we view ourselves too. Yeah. You know, it's like it, it works together. It's yeah. it's real interesting. Well, and,
1: you know, towards the end of the day when the sun went down, it was about 730, the sun went down and I could take my rash guard shirt off and I had just my bikini top and it was, you know, smaller, on the smaller side, it wasn't a full coverage thing. And then I had my sport pants on and I kind of looked like a weird beach gym person but I decided, oh, the hell with it. I'm just going to go have fun. And I yeah. did. And I went down all the rides and I ran around, even though now I looked weird because I wasn't in the pool where I wasn't in the workout wear, <laughs> and I realized all oh, this was in my head.
2: Yes. Because nobody yes. cared. Right. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, they don't care as much as we care <laughs> nope. about ourselves and how we look. Yes. So Erin, how can people find out more about you? We got to wrap up the show. Yes. I'm on Instagram as um, the handle sparking wholeness. And then um, I am, I have a website that's www.sparkingwholeness.com. I have lots of blogs about body image and nutrition and just, um, I want people to feel, find wholeness where they are in life. Love that.
1: Love that. And I love you. I think you're amazing. I'm so glad that we're friends. I'm so glad we yeah. get to do this together. And, Thanks for having you know, me on. And thank you for your candor, your honesty, and your authenticity, because when we talk about these things that go on in our heads, you know, we do open ourselves up to judgment. So when we put it out there, shame can only hide in darkness. So we will be back again next week.
0: Thanks for being with us today on Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck. Join us again. We've got something you won't want to miss. Motherhood Talk Radio is a production of Beck Multimedia.